0: Welcome to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We truly hope you're blessed as you listen to this week's message.
1: Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Why don't you grab me a water, sweetheart? Whew! The very emotional day. It's an emotional day. It should be an emotional day. Um,. There's a few things I would like to accomplish this morning, and the very first one is uh, team in the back, dim the lights really nice, get everything, get the ambiance set for a video. It's a very short video, but um, it's it's something that we want to, one of the first things I want to do today, how many of you know we have authority and we have the power to release life or death? And the power of our tongue, we also have the ability to affirm, to build up, or to tear down, do you know that? These are choices you make all the time. We're gonna spend a little bit of time this morning, we're gonna build up and we're gonna encourage and we're gonna affirm fathers in this house. But I want you to share this clip with you and then we'll go from there.
0: I don't know. Hey, look, Dad. There's some footage with you in it, which is pretty rare since you like to be behind the camera. There you are, feeding me some ice cream while something is definitely going on with that shirt collar. Hey, remember that time that you were filming us and Missy hit me with that jump rope thingy? See, watch, here she goes. Three, two, one, boom. I doubt it really hurt, but I cried and said, Missy hit me. See, watch my lips. Missy hit me. What did you do? You pointed and said, go hit her right back. So I did. Look, it wasn't your best advice, and that's okay, and now she's coming after me. Oh, okay, okay. Well, look, let's face it, you were balancing a career, a marriage, and the most time-consuming of all, being a dad, and we knew how to push your buttons. We were experts at crying for no reason. In the same way, there's no reason to spin that in front of me. It will make me come after you, sis. Anyway... I'm thankful that you stuck with us and didn't stop. You didn't stop showing grace. You didn't stop loving us where we were. You didn't stop filming your son when he basically curled up into a ball of tears, but you honored the sacred dad rule, keep the camera rolling. To all the dads out there, happy Father's Day. Thanks for letting us have a good cry for no reason, and then run off.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, had to go with the retro video. The it's not, uh, it's not something on your iPhone, right? How many of you had dads that had Super Eights, Super Eight old film? Huh? They're they're fantastic. I'm gonna. I have some notes on my phone, so. I'm going to utilize that i I had a couldn't sleep last night we had an amazing and we won't get into it but we had an amazing life group last night tons of fun and i was kind of wound up i just want to read some father's quotes every father should remember that one day his son will follow his example instead of his advice that's good right Every father should remember that one day his son will follow his example instead of his advice. Um, My father gave me the greatest gift anyone could give another person. He believed in me. To have a father who believed in you, and we have a heavenly father, as we'll get to, who believes in us. I like this one. A father carries pictures where his money used to be. A father carries pictures where his mother used to be. I'm sorry, what did I say? Mother. Mother. A father father carries pictures where his money used to be. His mother was not there in the wallet. And we're going to talk about this a little bit because it's in Romans 8.15. But Father, to God himself we could not give a holier name to call him Abba, Father. Isn't that nice? I like that. We're going to take a moment to honor and celebrate fathers who are here this morning. I think it's very significant that we take time uh, to honor and to pray over and to even release encouragement and to release affirmation from all of us, not just our spouses or our children, but if you 're in a little cluster or group i 'm going to have all the fathers if you 're a father here i 'm going to have you stand up i 'm going to have you stand up if you 're a father, and obviously, you have your own family there but i 'm going to ask you to do me a favor as I was praying about this, because obviously we have a nucleus and we have what we call a family. but you know families need to be encouraged by other families, and men need to be encouraged by other men and, and children so move out of your spots just a minute because we're going to pray over each of you and what might happen and I want to be very specific, specific on this request if you don't mind you might have a word of encouragement you might have a sentence you might have a picture but take a moment because we have the authority and the power to bring encouragement and affirmation and strength how many fathers need strength? I don't know about you but I need strength as a father and I need to be encouraged and I need to be pushed and I need to be, uh, have vision for my family and for my children. And it never grows old. No matter Once you're a father, you're a father. We have some new dads that are going to be new fathers. The journey's just beginning. Others have children in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. But they're still your kids and you're still a father. So if you don't mind, stand up, be activated. I'm going to help lead you in some prayer, but kind of move out of your little circles just a little bit, kind of move around. You see the fathers who are standing. No father should be left alone. So if you have to move, if you have to step out of your little spot to pray for somebody, I want you to be able to lay hands and partner and join with somebody. So look around. Make sure everybody's covered. Make sure... Everybody, you guys are going to connect with these guys. Um, Kathy, and somebody join with Matt. I see Matt. I want somebody covering Matt there. I'm going to be very patient here. I want everybody to have somebody around them. You got your beautiful family there. Lena, can you go to Matt right in the back in the blue? And remember, right now, we're just going to lead. Holy Spirit, we, we declare that you're alive. You're speaking to us. You're revealing to us. Father, we want to take an opportunity to honor and celebrate fathers and fatherhood. We thank you for men who are committed to their families. We thank you for loving fathers, the sacrifices they make, the patience, their gifting, their calling, their hard work. Father, we thank you for the role of a father and the impact it has on families, on society, on nations. So Lord, we affirm and we build up and we call forth the fathers in this house and we bless them in Jesus' name. We bless them and we ask that you would strengthen them. We ask that you would continue to encourage them, to move them forward in the call of a father. Lord, the impact fathers have is astounding to the world and to the planet. So, Father, we honor and we celebrate and we acknowledge fathers in this place. And we just bless them. And fathers, we we give you a fresh uh, anointing, a commissioning to father well, to be those fathers that lead, be those fathers who take on challenges, who love deeply. So, Lord, we just release that over the fathers here at New Hope this morning, and we bless them in Jesus' name. We bless them in Jesus' name. So if anybody even take a minute or two, just if you get a word for them, I'll be quiet now. Release encouragement, release a word. Thank you, Lord. Fresh impartation of grace and power. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we bless them. We're going to wrap this part up. We, Father, we bless. We bless the fathers. Father, in our weakness, you make us strong. Father, we, we cheer on the fathers. Cheer on the fathers. We pat them on the back in the spirit. We say, well done, good job, keep going. We bless you as fathers. We honor you as men who love God, who love Jesus, who love their wives, love their families, serve their children. So just bless you. We release strength to you, honor and respect to you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Give that father a hug. Say, say good job. Cheer him on. All right. All right. Come on in. All right. Thank you, Lord. Fathers, you feel strengthened? Come on. You feel strengthened, fathers? All right. We cheer you on. Thanks, Carl. I got, uh, how many of you know you shouldn't look at a Facebook post right before worship? (laughs) Especially when your daughter tells a story of a memory and she makes you a hot mess in the front row because (laughs) what, what happens is the things you think they're going to remember, which is probably our weakness, they don't remember. And the things that you did that Maybe you didn't even think that it was that big of a deal. End up being impact and touching lives. And you were there for me. And how deeply you love me. And you took time to do this or that. And then you just are a hot mess. So I don't want to be a hot mess. I want to be a good mess, cold mess. I wish it was colder here. But I just want to read some scripture over us this morning. And then kind of just probably make a really simple point, but the simple point will change your life if you allow it to. James 1.17 says, Every good, every good, and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. And in him there's no variation, there's no shadow, there's no shifting. Uh, paraphrase, you don't have to walk on eggshells with your Heavenly Father. I had to walk on eggshells with my earthly father. But my heavenly father never had to walk on eggshells with him. Every good and every perfect gift comes from the father of lights. Can you just remember something? One takeaway. Every good and perfect gift comes from the father. You're going to have to be tested. You're going to have to probably even suffer and go through some trials. But be discerning that there is an adversary and there are obstacles But don't take things that are not good and perfect and think they come from him. End of that. It's a deep one. But the Lord woke up this morning and said, every good and perfect gift comes from me. When we sing the song, you're a good, good father, you're perfect in all your ways, it's true. It's true. You know, Jesus came for many reasons. But truly he came to reveal the heart of God, the Father. Jesus came to reveal how beautiful and how kind and how loving and how great His Father is. He even taught us how to pray. How did He start His prayer? He said, I want you to pray like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, right. right? holy is your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Because when the manifest presence of God, when what is in heaven takes place on earth, There's no horrific crime. There's no ugly things going on. Because what we're fighting for now and what we're contending for, and we're believing the kingdom of God is here and it's advancing, is to see the full manifestation of heaven be manifested on earth. So Jesus came to reveal how beautiful and how kind and how loving and how great God the Father is. The Father was in the Son, the Son was in the Father. And we are in the Son, and we're in the Father. because hey, anybody just go like... Poof. <laughs> we are in perfect union with God, the Father, and the Son. He abides in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. We have perfect union with the Father, with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, through, through the fact that God so loved the world that he gave God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And whoever believes in him will not perish, but have our everlasting life. He didn't send his son to condemn the world. He said, through my son, the world will be saved. It will be reconciled. we will be in perfect union. That which was lost, Adam, brought sin and death. In Christ, we have life. In Christ, we have life. So I love sharing experiences with you because I believe experiences... Are, is what makes you go deeper and deeper in your walk with God. Because how many of you know the longest journey is from here to here? Right? I know these things, but do I know these things? I know these things, but do I know these things? So Romans eight fifteen. Just this week, you know, you're bored sometime this week, a little extra time. Just pick up your Bible, pick up your Kindle, pick up your iPhone. Romans 8 blows my mind every time I read it. But Romans eight fifteen, 15, Steve read out of Romans 8 today. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Get your head around that one. Angels, demons, powers, principalities, life, death. Nothing can separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Romans 8, 15, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Oh my goodness. We have been born again. He breathed into us. He has regenerated our spirits. We were dead in our trespasses and we said yes to Father God. We said yes to Jesus. We said yes to forgiveness of sin. We said yes to a new life. you got to participate in this. You bow your knee and you said, Lord Jesus. And then he comes in and he takes residency. We're the abode of God. We're the the dwelling place of the living God. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. So this spirit that you received is not a spirit of bondage, again, to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Sixteen. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, and heirs of God, and enjoying heirs with Christ. I really don't have time to develop it. I think I will in the future. But I, the Lord, was showing me a progressive unfolding of this that I hadn't seen through an experience I had. Because who wants to be a child of God? I do. So we're children of God. And then, then we, the, 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 to me, the, the, what he was releasing was that we're children. And we get to fi, cry out, Abba, Father. Simply put, you know what this word Abba, Father means? And it's very powerful because there's a lot of names for God. It means Daddy. It means Papa or Daddy. How many of you know when the kids are really little, they come and sit on your lap and they hug you, and they feel really safe? And everything in them trusts you. And they call you daddy. Daddy. Will you come and look at my my, my thing? Whatever it is. But daddy, what a term of endearment. Now the truth is, I do, my kids call me now they I like I like pops. They call me pops. You know? A hey, pops. It's a nice term of endearment. It's not daddy. But they've grown. But they love me deeply now but i want to know see we're children then we get older and now we're heirs and we're co-heirs in christ you know there's this unfolding picture of a maturing man or woman who knows they were children now they're confident sons and daughters now they're co-heirs in christ and they're maturing into this beautiful person who knows the love of the Father. But I'm telling you, the foundation of our faith is knowing God the Father as Daddy. Knowing that He is Daddy. 1 John 3, 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. I rejoice in being a child of God. You know, we're in a season of life, I think, in the kingdom. This next generation, talk is cheap. That's what I wrote in my notes. Talk is cheap. Demonstrate it. Live it. No more talking about things. I want to see it. I want to I be with people who are living it. Yeah. Demonstrating it. And here's what you got to remember. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates... His own love toward us and why we, were, why we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He's already demonstrated this love. I read John 3, 16 and 17. He so loved the world. 1 John 4, 7 is one of my favorites. 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us. In this, the love of God was revealed among us. In this, the love of God was shown. It was demonstrated for all to see for all time that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, am I getting that right? Did I do okay on that? For our sins. The atonement for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. We love because he first loved us. This transforming life is a life that's completely rooted and grounded in the foundation of knowing God the Father as love. That God is love. 2 Corinthians 5, 18 and 19, one of my favorite passages. I've got it a, a little paraphrased here, but it's, it's, it's accurate. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and he has given us a ministry of reconciliation. I love just throwing little things in every single person who's a believer, who follows, who confesses Jesus is Lord, is in full-time ministry. You you are in full-time ministry, and you have been given the ministry of reconciliation. The God has in you, like going crazy, out there to say to the world, know God the Father, know his Son, know the Holy Spirit. Be reconciled to God. He's a good God. Because 19, that is that God himself was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us a word of reconciliation. that word impute is powerful. you know he no longer has a record of wrongs there's no history on you the The, the ledgers have been made clear any 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 legal document that shows that you had screwed up is gone can't even find it it's been canceled out it's been reconciled it's been deleted this is what the heart of god the father is so i have a page here that i want to jump to because i think if i was honest i might want to ask this question I am very aware as a pastor who loves people that many of you here who hear my voice, even today, you have, many of you have not had a good example of what Father looks like. In a room this size, it has to be. My papa, my dad, Has been with Jesus now for 26 years. He died in 1990. And we had a reconciliation. We had a love feast fest together. But the truth is, he was a hard man at times growing up. There's times where, honestly, I hated my dad. I don't know if anybody else can say they hated their dad. I hated my dad. He was mean, he was cruel, he was harsh. So imagine coming into the kingdom of God and looking at God the Father through this lens. But then having understanding and revelation and the word of God affirming that God demonstrates. And then you have encounters with him. And he is a person and he reveals and touches and goes deep into you. And here's the bottom line. God the Father's relationship with you supersedes all other relationships. You could have been orphaned, rejected, thrown out, kicked aside, walked on eggshells. You could have the most horrible relationship with your earthly father. And I'm not saying them cards that you got dealt were good. I'm just saying one thing. Your relationship with your heavenly father supersedes all that junk. All that stuff. And what actually happens, and I know I could speak for many, many people, I could speak for my wife You have a hard time growing up. You have some hardships in your life. You had some uh, really tough times as a kid. And then you come to know the papa's love. And he turns around and gives you a heart for your earthly father. Because you realize he was limited. He was trying his best. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. I was a senior in high school and didn't know that my father had went bankrupt twice. Break that curse off my life. But to have a dad who is in financial trouble, working two jobs, trying to make ends meet, having teenagers who are getting into trouble, smoking pot and being reckless and crazy, a guy was under pressure, right? So all of a sudden you have a different view of this guy who did not know Christ, who had not been born again yet, trying to make it, trying to keep it all together. So then I come to Christ and he comes to Christ And we cry and we hug and all that past is washed away. So when you have a good relationship with your Heavenly Father, He does heal. Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. And sometimes, you know, the greatest thing you know, it's wonderful to forgive somebody when they never said they were sorry. You get to forgive. You get to forgive and love whether they ever say they're sorry. But knowing the love of God the Father will change your life. There are many people here, as I'm speaking, who have pain. They think of Father's Day, and it's a painful day. And I work with people, and one of the things that the Lord showed me so clearly was how many of us, almost for all of our lives, all of our lives, striving to win approval from a father, striving to win approval from an earthly father, can I do it? Can, can I do that hoop? Can, can I meet his expectation? Um, am, I, am I doing good enough? I'm, I'm striving for approval, for acceptance. I'm literally striving to be loved by my Father. Have anybody else been there? And it's this rat race of like I'm trying to, to... I'm not even whole. The reality is you're not whole. Until you have an encounter with your Heavenly Father. And of a sudden, Heavenly Father says you... My love for you will supersede, transcend anything you'll ever experience in this life. And you experience his love, and you experience the depths of his love, and whether you're known, wherever you are in this journey, there is more of him to experience. Trust me. More of him to experience. So I just want to be able to uh, make some declarations. The Father's love for you supersedes any experience you ever had with your earthly father. That longing to be approved, that longing to be accepted, that longing to be validated as a man or woman, and and Dad, are you proud of me yet? God the Father has demonstrated this to us already. In knowing the heart of the Father, you will be healed of anything in your past. The better we are acquainted with his love, the better we are acquainted and have experience with the love of God, our hearts will begin to explode his love to the world around us. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 4:19. 2 Corinthians 5 14. The love of God now controls us. You want to be controlled. Let the love of God control you. Every perfect perfect gift, every good gift comes from the Father of lights. He's a good father. God's love demonstrates his goodness, his nature. He already gave us his son. He was in his son reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting our sins against us. He has always wanted us. You realize when you write something, you just got to stop? I'm preparing. I have an encounter with Father God here two weeks ago where Father God is loving and kissing me and loving me and affirming me. In the depths of my being, I'm experiencing the love of God the Father. And you know what that does? It just kind of like you just get up and you just kind of go, hey baby, what are we doing for lunch? You know? You know, you know, Steve could have bugged me all week. Steve, I love you. You're amazing. Right? You know, the love of God transforms you. We have to be acquainted with his love. We have to have experiences with the love of God. He always wanted us. Okay, it might be a good place to end. But to know him, he wants to know you and to enjoy you. Okay, this, you know, John fifteen fifteen. Jesus, you know, I don't long, I'm not a master, just want servants. I want friends. I want to know you. I want to hang out with you. I want to love you. I want you to know that I've always wanted you. And the thing that drove him, the thing that compelled him, the thing that moved him to send his son was through Adam sin came in. But I'm going to clean this mess up. And now my son, Jesus, will come and they'll have access to me again by faith in Christ alone. We've been forgiven. If you're a believer, you've been forgiven of all your sin. There's there's, There's no more distant or separation. So as we close, this was the most intense part. I shared this with somebody t- this week. Remember when I said that the biggest part is I know this, but do I know this? And all I can say is I really, after all these years of fathering children and even walking with the Lord, here's one thing I came to a conclusion this week. I can't do it for you. I can't do it. But I pray for you. And what I also understand is that if you seek, you'll find, if you knock, if you go after. So you're asking, seeking, knocking? He is going, he is perfect. You have a heart that says, God, you know, I got an unresolved issue and I've been holding you at a distance. You just talk to him. Because he wants you. He wants to know you. In Romans 8, the thing that impressed me was that the spirit, it's a spirit thing. The spirit in you says yes to God's spirit. And so it's a spirit thing. Okay, when I say that's what I was wrestling with, is I can't even teach it. I could take the, I mean, this is something that by the spirit of God, then all of a sudden you have an experience and you get to go, Daddy? Daddy? Daddy, I can trust you. You got my back. I love you. You love me. And I'm transformed from the inside out. And all that garbage that was in me for years is gone. And I can be healed. And I can even love my dad, whether he's dead or gone or ever said he was sorry. So stand with me, would you? Everybody just stand with me. We want to become better acquainted. That means we want to get to know Him and how He moves in our life. Father, I'm very sensitive that there are even those here who have lost their fathers. Lord, Beth talked about losing her dad. It's been 20 years now. But when she worships, she experiences His Spirit, His presence, and and that kindredness and that relationship. Lord, in this beautiful family that's here gathered together, more than anything, I pray that by Your Spirit, they would know the love of God the Father because it's been demonstrated, it's been manifested. And Lord, it's there for us to participate in and take of and partake of this beautiful relationship. God, that you've always wanted us. God, you are good. You're a loving Father. And in our spirits, we'll cry out, Abba, Father, Daddy. Some of you might be hearing my voice for the very first time and you've never even understood. It's been too much to grasp. I pray that by the Spirit of God in this setting right now, that your heart, if your heart is saying, I want to know Papa, I want to know this Father God, that all you have to do is say yes. Just say yes. Let the Spirit of God lead you. If you need any help or any guidance, there will be people here that will hold your hand and walk you through any questions you might have. But Father, I pray for a people that would be transformed by the love of the Father and that in our spirits we would know and we would have this affirmation of your grace and affection for us. So to all the saints... We just bless you and release you. Pray for a blessed day for families and fathers. And just be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: We really hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please join us again sometime. And be sure to check out our exciting resources at newhopecom.org.